Stop recording. Stop recording. Coffee Stop. is an adult beverage. What child drinks coffee? Ooh, I have a quick uh, story I could tell about a child that drinks coffee. It was me as a kid. Wow. That was cool. I, I could have told you that. does too. My niece would make her own coffee. And this was like when she oh. was five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. My, bro my brother in the late 70s, early, it was early 80s, had asthma. And the doctor recommended to my mom that he drink coffee. He was like probably five years old. And she said, if he has coffee in the morning, the caffeine will help with, you know, not uh, the asthma, with the asthma. But I have two other brothers. It's, it, well, it's, it's my younger brother and then my older brother and me. So my mom couldn't give just the five-year-old coffee. So yeah. in the morning, you had all these kids get ready to catch the bus and they're all drinking their coffee. Wow. <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> I would have been like six, I would probably have been about seven years old. And I drank it for a few years and then I just stopped because I was like, this is gross. And I didn't start drinking coffee again and probably like five years ago. I started. Was it just in the morning though? Yeah. See, my niece would drink it at night. And then my, my sister-in-law would complain about the fact that like, ah, she stays up so late. And she's out. I was like, well, you feed her candy and coffee. What do you expect? Yeah. It was all whiskey at night for us, Mary. I mean. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> They're not animals. Yeah, true, true. Similar. I mean, a little caffeine, I mean, uh, you know, a little bit of anything. Uh, caffeine is not a bad thing. No. You know, um, nicotine, like nicotine on its own. I, 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 I quit uh, the, the new year and I haven't like looked back, but I was just because I was just like done. Yeah. But um, nicotine itself is not a problem. Like nicotine uh, it might raise your blood pressure a little bit. Hold on. This sounds like Ian's Science Corner. Oh. Do we have a graphic for it? Uh, it's playing right now, Steve. Excellent. Ian's Science Corner. Ian's Science Corner. Okay, that's good. Uh, the thing about nicotine is taken in small doses is completely digestible by the body. It breaks it down and turns it into golden nuggets of thought and productivity. Doctor, why would one ingest nicotine? What would be the purpose? Coolness. <laughs> hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hello, Steve. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. And in the storyteller chair, Mary Carpenter. Hey, hey Steve. Hello, Mary. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. All right. Um, well, I'm going to tell the story of, I believe, the first professional baseball game I ever went to. Um, and this was, boy, this was, I was in sixth grade, so I was like 11. Now, I need to back up a little bit. So um, I don't have the uh, the street cred of a rony Irish Catholic family, but I am the, the youngest of six um, Irish Catholic family. Adorable. Adorable. Yeah, like not even trying. No, I know. It's, it's just cute, right? Um, and, uh, but it was interesting because my dad was Irish Catholic, my mom not so much. And what they did is they had five kids in four, or no, they had four kids in five years. And this is my second, by the way. Um, and uh, then 10 years later, they had my sister, Anne. So I figure I was really the only planned child because they thought, well, 
she should probably have someone to play with. So then they had me. <laughs> we're not playing with this kid. Yeah, exactly. They were all teenagers at this point. Uh, so I was the youngest. And um, at this point, too, not to go too dark, but it was kind of a marriage saving uh, thing at that point. I mean, oh, yeah. my, my parents probably should have gotten divorced before either one of us had been born, the last two. But, you know, they held on. <laughs> and um, he did say Irish Catholic, so we're with you. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Well, there was some tax relief. <laughs> there was. I mean, six kids, right? Um, so anyway, fast forward to uh, sixth grade, middle school, never a good time for anybody. And um, it was just actually probably the previous spring that my parents sat my uh, sister Anne and I down and said, hey, um, we're thinking about getting a divorce. Wow. And now Look this was God. also, I was brought up in a family too where we talked about nothing. Yeah. Like was, yeah. We never argued. There was never any fights. You never saw anybody angry. So for them, and I think we all sort of suspected it, but nobody told us shit. So like yeah, the, there, were, there were there were probably no fights, but behind every closed door were knife marks and punch holes, right? Easily, yeah, easily. Like, everybody had their their posters hanging in their room to cover up the <laughs> punch holes through the drywall. Easily, yeah. Um, and uh, so my four older brothers and sisters had probably been expecting this for years, but they had to somehow figure out a way to break it to the twelve-year-old and the eleven-year-old. And um, so we're like, you know, so they tell us this and they said, if you want to talk about anything, let us know. But what were we, we don't know how to talk about shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Any questions? Uh, yeah. Um, Did they get this idea from Phil Donahue? Probably or from their attorneys. Right. Um, <laughs> Mary, Mary, how old are your parents at this point, do you think? So let's see, my mom was 36 when she had me. So at this point she's 47 and my dad's like 49. And um, so that had happened the previous May. So, uh, you know, they basically were getting separated at that, that point. And um, so I, uh, you know, and my dad did you, that, did you guys at least, did you guys at least get some ice cream to wash this down or? Nothing, like I was at a friend's house the night before and who like I, you know, childhood friend, like we slept over at each other's houses all the time. We just sort of lived at each other's houses. And when I went over there the night before, I said like, oh, um, I have to go home by 10. And she was like, why? And this is like, this was like my witchy sense. I said, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. My parents are probably gonna tell me they're getting divorced. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> and sure enough, wow. the next day they told us that they were thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so we don't want to alarm you guys. We're just tossing around some ideas. Yeah, you know. Um, we'll see how you behave for the next month. If you guys are good, right? And don't cause right. a lot of trouble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was. It was like, do you guys have any questions? And we're like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I what? So, um, and just, I mean, this is not related to the story, but when they actually like were gonna get divorced and like it was final, I remember going into the kitchen and we had this like cupboard that was filled with snacks, you know, cause at that point they kind of gave up. They were like, these kids raised themselves. So just give them whatever. So Let I was, them go. Yeah. So I like opened the thing, I was grabbing an Oreo or something like that. And my mother was in the kitchen and, and um, she came over and she said, I just want to let you know that uh, tomorrow I, uh, we're, uh, I'm going down to Delaware and uh, we're getting, uh, we're finalizing the divorce. 
this was the moment she chose. And it was what, like was a, this like, was it a negotiation to see if she could get you to side one way I or think, the other? Like, you know, your father buys Hydrox. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. live with me, right? Wanted like plausible deniability or like I've covered all my bases. I've told that explain that. that explains all these tasty cakes. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Ooh, you look hungry. Yeah. Hey, we're not gonna talk about your feelings, but feel free to eat them. <laughs> yeah. There's ring dings and devil dogs and mint chocolate covered Oreos. Uh, I've had it. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, but anyway, so in the interim, I probably, I mean, it, it wound up being probably, of course, best for all around. They should not have been married that long. And and I wound up having a better relationship with my father as a result. But I think in the interim, my father felt so guilty that he was like overcompensating on the togetherness thing. Um, so uh, there was one point, so sixth grade was kind of a tough year because I also that summer uh, contracted Lyme disease before they knew what Lyme disease Holy was. Crap, yeah. Uh, wow. yeah. So it wasn't even a thing yet. And I went through about six months of having like weird joint pain. Like it started in one ankle and then like went up one side of my body and down the other. And like yeah, that my is mother totally, was. That's a totally like random and strikes everybody differently. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when you have it and now they know what it is, they have a hard time diagnosing yeah. what it is. Right. And it makes sense because that was like an overnight camp that that summer and so i probably got it there but my mother kept taking me to all these appointments they thought i had rheumatoid arthritis i had to go to like the will's eye hospital because it could arthritis can affect your eyesight they we had to keep a journal where we took my temperature and and uh you know had like i got the little red ring rashes and all this stuff and and I which which one of your grandparents which one of your grandmothers was telling uh, either of your parents that you were just doing it for attention <laughs> i only had one grandchild don't hurt <laughs> she's 12 years old she doesn't have rheumatoid arthritis she doesn't want you to get divorced she needs attention yeah. or she's sleeping with boys <laughs> <laughs> that's that's most likely it because i was just that personality yeah <laughs> but um and sixth grade was like just shitty for all reasons you're in high school and you're you know like i was not i was an introvert and and all this yeah and i remember once there was sometimes like my i was either my ankle or my knee hurt so bad that i was going to be late to class and i was like hobbling up our, our middle school had two buildings and i had to go from one building all the way to the other building and up the stairs to like French class or something like that. And my knee was killing me. And this was before anybody gave a shit to make accommodations or anything. It was just like, oh, well, too bad. There was no ADA. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember like hobbling up the steps and I was late and feeling guilty <clears throat> because I was a good girl and, and didn't want to be late to class. And I remember uh, one of my classmates, Mark Steinman, I'll never forget it. Like, I forget what he said, but he made fun of the fact that I was limping. Oh, he was awful, and I just wanted to cry. I felt horrible. And um, in Mark's defense, was it a funny joke? I don't. Was he funnier than Roni? Yeah, I was. I, I was. I was going to say that explains why you're so hostile towards the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, definitely not funnier than Roni. Uh, not really funny at all. I mean, and I had a, you know, I, I've been raised on a healthy dose of Carol Burnett, Mary Tyler yeah. Moore, and Mel oh, Brooks. It was a classic, like, nice limp. 
Yeah, like just something mean <laughs> and stupid. And there wasn't even an audience for him to like get points for. Just right? meanness, just straight meanness. Who, yeah. who he probably like just came from getting a swirly himself. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yes. Junior high um, in that kind of setting or high school in that kind of setting, like just like where you're crossing buildings and just like, the, if you're late to class, the only people you're gonna see are the people that bully or the people that get bullied. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. those, are the only, those are the only people like, most kids just want to get to class on time because they're like, if I don't get to class on time, I'm going to get punched in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. And this was also like, let's, let's not make this worse than it was. It was in a very nice suburb of Philadelphia. So it was like a really nice middle school, but it was still, you know, whatever. I, I, I just remember feeling completely debilitated. It's still and, a tough age. Did you play sports? It's terrible. It's terrible. So my dad said, my dad decides he's going to take my sister Anne and I to a Phillies game. Now I had never, like neither one of us had ever shown any interest in baseball, but my dad was a big sports fan. Like he, he coached baseball for years, like from when my brothers were younger to, he coached my softball team to like coaching little league, what his kids had no affiliation with it at all. He just loved the game. Oh, that's and, cool. To this day, like people will come up to me or come up to him and say, like, you changed my life from your coaching. Like he just was a coach. And, you know, all of, I remember once he visited me at college and we were having breakfast. And this was, you know, my town where people knew me. And somebody like walked by the window, came into the restaurant and said, are you, you're Richard Jackman. Oh my God. I was on your team at this age and you completely changed my life and now I'm the successful whatever. And I was like, this is, I'm supposed to be recognized. Yeah. This is in Chicago, Mary. Yeah. This is in Chicago, yeah. So um, so yeah, he was just, he, he's a great guy and he was a great coach. I mean, he's the type of coach who when uh, players would come off the field, they'd be like, oh, I can't believe the ref made that call. It was such a stupid call. And he said, all right, do me a favor at the end of the game count up the number of mistakes you made and the number of the mistakes the ref made and then come complain to me. You know, like he would just teach them these life lessons and he was a great coach. So mm -hmm. he loved baseball. And um, so anyway, he's going to take my sister Ann and I to this baseball game and he gets us these really good seats because at that point he's got like a good job and he's making really good money. And we don't know, you know, because we've never been to a game before. And I remember going there and I forget which joint. It was either my ankle or my knee. Really like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like I was hobbling up there. We get to the seats and they're literally, they're behind the catcher. Like, we would, are, you, would you do the uh, like up the stairs? Like, you guys go ahead. I'll be okay. Oh, I wouldn't even say that though. I would just be like, like, don't pay attention to me. I will get there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, didn't you know? Totally sucking it up. Like, and didn't it, want to call any attention to myself. And it's and it's the vet. It was pure concrete. There's no soft places to walk. It's just and the steps are this steep. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. She said that's right behind the catcher. Are you literally behind the catcher? Because then you're in the diamond box seats, and you actually walk down steps to get. To this that. is at the vet. No, we're not. Like that's we're the vet. The vet has diamond box seats. Yeah, no, we're up a little bit. So if, okay. the, if the catcher's here, we're probably up, you know, but we're, we're, that's the position that we're in. Okay. And um, so we're watching the game. I don't remember much about the game. I don't remember who they were playing. I mean, wow. this was, I wasn't into baseball, but 
you know, we were spending time with the with Harlem them. Globetrotters, no doubt. Could have been, could have been. <laughs> um, so. No, the Washington Senators. Was That's that who the Globetrotters play. That's right. You're right. The Senators or the Generals? Oh, the Generals. Yeah. The Senators were the old Expos. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, you guys are good. Uh, so we're sitting there, and I don't, you know, I really don't remember much about the game except at one point. Um, there was a foul ball and uh, it was, you know, and it was the one point and it's coming so fast and it, I didn't really look like I literally like looked this way and then all of a sudden I look back and it's coming right at my face Ooh. and it hits me right in the face. No! <laughs> oh God. Yes. Uh, I mean, but it was a foul ball over the batting cage and it, yeah. I, I remember it hurting, but not like hurting horribly right breaking not, not, not as much as your rheumatoid arthritis not as much as my rheumatoid arthritis great now i have this yes, exactly giant lump the... it was such <laughs> a job year for me i couldn't even tell you and um the funny thing with like of course Oil my kern. Awful. Oil <laughs> my dad feels awful and he's like oh my god because apparently as he's telling the story the foul ball's coming towards him the whole time, and he's ready to catch it. And at the last minute, it veers over. Your face gets in the way. Actually, right in the face, right? <laughs> and I was just like, uh, and and it bounced off my head and like hit probably not the row in front of me, but the two rows in front of me. And that guy kept the ball. Yeah, and he picks it up. He's like, look what I got. And everyone's like, right. yeah. So I didn't even get to keep the ball, but literally within 10 minutes, Sucks. the suits were up there saying like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Do you, yeah. are, is, are you okay? Do you, you know, because they were afraid we were going to sue them. Yeah. Of course, even back then. Even oh, back yeah. then. And my dad was never a litigious guy ever, ever, ever. So of course we weren't going to do that. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm Irish. I'm fine. You're no, you're not kid. All your joints hurt. Blame it on the baseball. <laughs> well, there um, is this one. My parents are thinking about getting a divorce, and um, I'm not sure how to handle that. I mean, is there anybody here I could talk to? Or I, I've been faking these joint injuries. Plus, your dad's your dad's gonna lose custody if you walk home with a welt on your face. So. Yeah. Meanwhile, my dad's like, no, 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 it's not. Don't worry about it's, it's divorce. I don't know. We're just, I just, we're taking a. Where do they get this? These kids. Down, guy, get out of the way. I'm watching the game. Yeah, it's fine. Can we, get, can we get the ball? Can we get the ball back? Yeah. We should, Enough. At least give, give the 11-year-old girl the ball. But no, he was a he was a big old dick and didn't give me the ball. Probably um, a Yankees fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was my first major league game is I got hit in the face with a ball while recovering from my parents' divorce and Lyme disease. So cheers. Wow. Which of those is more painful, the divorce, the Lyme disease, or the hit from the ball? Lyme disease. Um, Probably. I had Lyme disease. I would agree. The Lyme disease sucked. It yeah. really did. Um, the divorce was probably longest lasting. I don't know. That Lyme disease keeps coming back. Those joints are still... <laughs> That can be a bugger. <laughs> it can. It can. Who knows? Because they didn't even know it was that. Like, I yeah. remember I came home. I was in school uh, over in London after college for a year, and I came home from Christmas. So this was, what, 10 years later? Oh, yeah. I come off the plane. Literally, the first thing my mother says to me, it's not like, oh, my gosh, it's so good to see you. It was, you had Lyme disease. And I said, what? She goes, I read an article. We're going to get you tested. 
and sure enough, went to the doctor and got tested, and I still had the antibodies. And wow, did they treat it? Then? They did. They gave me antibiotics. Do you still have that dramatic disease? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have other dramatic diseases. I'd like to call attention to myself in other ways. When you were getting off the plane, did you take one step at a time? Like, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, so. oh. Oh. Uh, if only there were a name for this. <laughs> yeah. no, it's holding onto other people's it. shoulders as you walk up the... Uh, 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 what are you doing, no, lady? I was lucky. I was so lucky because after six months, it went away. That's great. That, that is pretty lucky. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was a miserable six months. <laughs> it was a miserable six months. It was you just... I just... Because I'm so self-conscious and I have parents who like never like... They don't, you know, you cover everything up. So that, that sense of like any, any sense of suffering, you do not show. See, that's also why you earlier had said, you know, in the Rooney household, the Irish Catholic, your household, they cover it all up. In Steve's household, his father would pick up whatever your medication was and he would be doing it's shots. Just, it, so, yeah. Right, exactly, so. exactly. The good and the bad. Oh, that stinks. How long after your parents told you they might get a divorce did they finally get the divorce? It was probably somewhere between six months to a year. And to make it more pathetic, this is this is how much we didn't talk about it. So my dad already traveled a bunch for work. So when friends would come over and um, spend the night, because this was a time where nobody got divorced, at yeah. least not like I grew up on the main line and nobody got divorced or if they did, nobody talked about it. So they would, um, they'd say like, oh, where's your dad? And I'd be like, oh, he's traveling. He's away. He's on a business trip. And then, so I didn't tell anybody for like two years. <clears throat> and then there was literally one time I played uh, soccer in um, middle school, but they didn't have girls soccer team. They were trying to integrate girls into the boys soccer team so we were like the trial case so it was eighth grade and we were like suiting up for practice or a game or something and I started crying and uh somebody said oh my god Mary what's wrong <laughs> this is what I said I said um well I just my parents got divorced like two years ago and I'm just sad about it <laughs> that was the oh, first time oh. I told oh. anybody oh my god because it was just and your coach was like oh you're Irish Catholic <laughs> yep 